Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We're done. Two days. I can't wait. Darlie Lynn Routier and her husband Darren, both in their 20s in the spring of 1996, had already realized something most people spend a lifetime trying to achieve. The American dream bought our first house between 19 and 20. We had three beautiful children, started our own business when we were really young. You know, started making more money. This is the house, isn't it wonderful? The Routier home stood at the end of Eagle Drive here in Rowlett, Texas. It's an upscale suburb 20 miles east of downtown Dallas. The kind of place where children were safe and free to roam. Most of the children hung out at our house. It was kind of like the neighborhood mom. Tell me about your two boys. What's your name? Devin. Do something special. Do a cartwheel. Devin was very full of energy. Wow, way to go, Devin. Oh, that hurt. You okay? Yeah. He was always doing things to make people laugh and to be silly. Get over there. <laughs> Damon was more reserved. He was shy. Say hi, Damon. Hi. He was quite a bit of mama's boy still. Damon, can you do a flip? No. You know, even though they would have their little arguments, Damon really, he looked up to Devin. That was his big brother. The routiers seemed to be perfectly happy. Let's go. Until a shocking crime devastated their lives and shook the entire city of Dallas. This seemed particularly cold-blooded to you? Oh, yes. The story became the topic of author Barbara Davis's fourth book, Precious Angels. And I think that really caught my attention, the savageness of it. Forty-eight hours listeners know to always expect the unexpected, including when home appliances break down. An American Home Shield warranty can restore your sense of security. It's simple. 
When a covered item in your home breaks, contact American Home Shield and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it. Right now, you could take 20% off. Go to ahs.com slash 48 to save 20%. That's ahs.com slash 48 for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts. For coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. American Home Shield, don't worry, be warranty. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24-7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk-free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. It began on the hot Texas afternoon of June 5th, 1996. We had a lot of plans that next week, Devin's birthday was that weekend. Imitations were sent out, the presents were bought. It was an ordinary day. It was an every ordinary day. Wow, way to go, Devin! That night, Darlie, then a blonde, joined Darren and the boys in the family room to watch TV. About 10.30, Darren took the couple's third son, seven-month-old Drake, upstairs to sleep. Devin and Damon snuggled into bedding on the floor next to their mother. She said she was going to sleep down there because the baby kind of kept her up the night before. And then, just before 2.30 in the morning, the unimaginable happened. The next thing I remember was Damon. And he was pushing my shoulder and he was saying, Mommy, Mommy. When I sat up, at first I just saw a blur of a man going out my utility room. Did you see his face? No, I didn't see his face, but I saw like a side angle of him, like the profile of him. I start to walk into the kitchen and I realized that the lights were out, so I turned the lights on. There was blood on the front of my nightgown. And I got about halfway across the kitchen and I saw a knife laying on the utility room floor. It was just a natural instinct to go and pick it up. I came back and I set the knife down on the counter and the first thing I saw was Devin laying across the room. He was up on his back, his eyes were open. And I just started screaming. At the top of her lungs, you know, Devin, 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 Devin. When you got downstairs, what was the first thing you saw? 
I'm flying through the house and run right straight to where I remember where Devin was. I mean, we're talking about seconds. I run straight over to him and he's laying face up with these big two huge gashes inside of his chest. I'm screaming at Darley and she came right in behind me and grabbed the telephone and then she's on 911 the whole rest of the time. 911, what is your emergency? Somebody came in, they broke in! Ma'am? At 2.31 a.m. inside the Rowlett Police Department's emergency communications room came the desperate plea for help. As the call for police and emergency medical assistance went out, Darren Routier began to apply CPR to his son, Devin. When I blew into his mouth, first thing that happened was air came out of his chest and blood just sprayed all over me. 5801 Eagle Drive is going to be a stabbing. When are they going to be here? Ma'am, they're on their way. What about Damon? He was just not moving at all. And Dolly's going back and forth, she's bringing towels, she's screaming, and I'm actually hearing what's happened from her telling the dispatcher. And I was down beside Damon, I was telling him, Hold on, baby, hold on. Hold on, honey. Hold, hold on. on. Hold on. At 2.35 a.m., less than four minutes after the 911 call began, the first Rowlett police officer arrived at Eagle Drive and waited for backup. Listen, ma'am, you need to let the officers in the front door, okay? Within three minutes, Rowlett Police Lieutenant Matt Walling joined the patrolman already inside the house. He told me that it was possible that the suspect was uh, still in the house in the garage that uh, Darley Rudier had said that he had fled out that way. Uh, so at that point, he and I drew our weapons and we went into the garage. I shined my light into the garage and observed that the window screen had been cut. Both officers quickly searched the house and grounds. Satisfied the intruder had fled, Walling led paramedics to the grisly scene. There was nothing, you know, that could have prepared me for what I saw that night. Devin, the oldest, was dead already. Damon was still alive. The smallest flicker of life remained in Damon's eyes. He was carried to a waiting ambulance and rushed here to Baylor Medical Center. Only then did the medics turn their attention to the boy's mother, and when they did, they realized they had another stabbing victim in need of immediate help. Her throat is slit all the way from this side of her neck to the other. I mean, it's just gushing out blood. You can't believe this has happened, and then you start thinking, oh my God, who would do this? You know, who would do this? Who would do this? I don't know. Inside the house on Eagle Drive, the investigation began. I'd say within about 30 minutes, I felt like something wasn't right. Coming up next, evidence leads police in an unexpected direction. If you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. 
a thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. In the early hours of June 6, 1996, the people of Rowlett, Texas say, pure evil paid a visit to the Routier family on Eagle Drive. Oh my God! Oh my God! Two young boys had been brutally stabbed. Six-year-old Devin Routier was dead. At Baylor Medical Center, just after 3 a.m., five-year-old Damon Routier was pronounced dead on arrival. It haunts me every day. When you lose your children, it's like every day you wake up and you're living in this nightmare that just will not end. I remember seeing the yellow tape and police officers running across the front of the yard. And Darley Routier's mother, Darley Key. Well, it's almost like you go into shock and you become numb and you just think, oh, this isn't for real. Surgeons at Baylor closed a gash on Darley Routier's neck that missed her carotid artery by mere millimeters. When the doctor came in, I remember he took my, my hand and held my hand and said that Darley was lucky to be alive. My throat had been slit pretty close from one side to the other. I had two stab wounds in my right forearm, one stab wound in my left upper shoulder area bruises that covered my right arm and my left arm from the wrist, probably about to my elbow. Where did the bruises come from? I don't know. I assume that I struggled with this man. Darley Routier says she has difficulty recalling what happened that terrifying night, and for good reason, says her husband, Darren. I believe that she was probably fighting and then was unconscious after the fight. Do you believe that there are details about the attack that she just doesn't remember because yeah. she's traumatized? Oh, yeah, definitely. Two little children that didn't do anything to anybody. I didn't do anything to anybody. Why us? Why our family? Why were we targeted? Minutes after the routiers were rushed to the hospital, 
police sealed off their house. It was a crime scene now, and Rowlett investigators were waiting for their Sherlock Holmes. 310 and 340. Around 5 a.m., Rowlett dispatcher called me. 61-year-old Jim Cron, a crime scene consultant, has investigated more than 4,000 murders. The uh, crime scene investigators are only interested in the physical evidence, sort of the silent witnesses to crime. And for Jim Cron, the silent witnesses always tell a story. Evidence just speaks for itself. He arrived at the Routier house just before 6 a.m. Starting with the probable point of entry, a slashed garage window screen, Cron began retracing the killer's steps. The screen cut was inconsistent with both cuts by any burglar. It was a T-shaped cut, which made your opening to step through the narrow part. Entering the house, the intruder would have seen jewelry on the kitchen counter. And this was in open view. As he progressed through and didn't pick up any jewelry, there were two children laying on the floor and one adult on a couch. Why kill the kids first? And the murder weapon, an eight-inch butcher knife, came from the routier kitchen. Murders don't enter a place and then look for a weapon. Listen to me. Calm down. Even something about the 911 call didn't seem quite right. Darley's sons were bleeding to death at her feet, yet she seemed overly concerned about having touched the knife. They left the knife laying on. There's a knife. Don't touch anything. I already touched him. One thing crime scene stagers do is tell you that you can't get any evidence that something happened that ruined the evidence. And she was explaining why her prints would be on the knife and maybe not an intruder's. So I'd say within about 30 minutes, I felt like something wasn't right. Got a phone call. Dispatch told me a child was killed. Rowlett detective Jimmy Patterson dreads having to question parents who have lost their children. Most of the time, you, you can't talk to them. You can't mention anything about that child that they're not going to cry about. That's why Patterson was startled when he finally spoke to Darley Routier after she was out of surgery. She didn't ask about her children, so I was a little surprised about that. She didn't? No, but I thought maybe it's just that she already knew. And something else seemed odd. Just after fighting for her life with a man who Darley said murdered her sons. She could not describe the face at all. If they're face to face and they can't describe this face, then there's a possibility somebody's not telling you the truth. As dawn broke. Any suspects? None, none at this time. Did it appear that the attacker broke into the home? So did the gruesome story. Some feared a psychotic killer was on the loose. Several residents on Eagle Drive reported seeing a mysterious black sedan driving slowly past the Routier house the night of the murders. Rowlett police tried to calm the community. Uh, so, you know, we're going to do all we can. And stepped up patrols. We were interviewing the entire neighborhood. Going through everything, every trash can, every sewer, and everything else. But every lead so far had been found inside the Routier house. These are the similar to the blood drops that we found there at the location. According to Rowlett crime scene investigator, Lieutenant David Neighbors, blood evidence was the most telling silent witness of all, where it was found and where it wasn't found. Uh, on the edge of the couch, uh, where she claimed she sustained some of her injuries, 
there was no blood evidence to indicate that she'd sustained any wounds while laying on the couch. After fighting off the attack, Darley said she chased the intruder into the utility room. She had bloody footprints around the kitchen area, but not through the kitchen into the utility room where she said she walked. Once you cross the threshold from the utility room into the garage, there's no blood evidence in the garage. And that's the way she said that the intruder exited. But there was blood at the base of the kitchen sink. In the kitchen, it appeared that someone stood at the sink and bled. And she said she never went, you know, towards the kitchen sink. As night fell, Lieutenant Neighbors used a chemical called luminol to reveal traces of blood not visible to the naked eye. You spray this chemical on there and it reacts with the hemoglobin part of your blood and glows a bright blue or an eerie blue color. With the lights turned off and the luminol sprayed on, detectives made a chilling discovery. I've never seen anything like it in an 18-year career. That's next. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. As night fell on the evening of June 6, 1996, 310, police combed the Routier home for evidence in the stabbing deaths of six-year-old Devon and five-year-old Damon. Inside the Routier's kitchen, Rowlett crime scene specialist David Neighbors switched off the lights and sprayed luminol on the sink, which suddenly glowed with an eerie blue light, indicating the presence of blood, a lot of blood. It indicated a cleanup. There was blood in the sink and someone had washed it out. Blood in the sink and around the sink and it was cleaned up and it was washed up. Even to veteran investigators, the discovery was almost unthinkable. Could it be possible that Darley Routier butchered her sons and then, while standing over the sink, slit her own throat? After the crime, you and your husband went down to the police, voluntarily talked to them. Right. And they came in on their own? Yes. Without attorneys? Without an attorney. For nearly a week, police questioned Darren and Darley separately three times. And according to Detective Patterson, Darley's story changed three times. The difference now is, is that she's changed the position of where the intruder was. Isn't it possible that a person could be so traumatized by what happened that maybe when you tell the story the second or third time, things change? There's some things that can change in a story, but I think 
you always know exactly where the perpetrator is if there was a perpetrator. The investigation continued to turn against Darley. She claimed that the suspect went out in the garage and exited the backyard. But police found no evidence to indicate that anyone had climbed over a six-foot-high backyard fence or fled through its gate, which was closed and difficult to open. It struck me that you know he was awful conscientious to shut the gate when he left. Detectives did find one clue that would support the intruder theory. A bloody sock was found on this spot here in this alley, which is just 75 yards from the Routier house. DNA tests would later prove the blood belonged to the boys. To Darley Routier, this discovery proved an intruder murdered her sons and then escaped down the alley. But to Jim Cron, the bloody sock was just another red flag. You came to believe fairly early on that this was a staged event. Definitely. Detectives believe Darley had overturned a vacuum cleaner and broken a wine glass to indicate a struggle had taken place. Jim Cron was convinced the crime scene evidence, his silent witnesses, had spoken clearly. There was not one thing at this entire crime scene that said Darley Rotier did it. It's the totality of everything, all the evidence says she did it. And if that weren't enough, investigators were also puzzled by the Routier's behavior. Just eight days after the crime, a local news crew videotaped Darley and her family at the boy's grave, celebrating what would have been Devon's seventh birthday. Are we allowed to do this? We sang happy birthday, and then we sprayed silly string. Happy birthday to you. Why were you spraying silly string? Because Devin and Damon played with silly string all the time. Love you, Devin and Damon. I was giving him the birthday party that he didn't get to have. What came to be known as the silly string video was later shown on local newscasts. Dallas County Assistant District Attorney Greg Davis remembers its impact. Here's a mother who's supposedly been the victim of a violent crime. She's just lost two children, and yet she's out literally dancing on their graves. Eleven days after Devon and Damon Routier were brutally slain, the Rowlett police made their announcement. A significant event has now occurred in this very intensive investigation. I watched it on TV. At approximately 10.20 p.m. this evening, investigators from the Rowlett Police Department arrested Darley Routier. This is unbelievable. This can't be happening. Mrs. Routier was charged with capital murder stemming from the stabbing death of her sons, Damon, age five, and Devin, age six. You were surprised when she was arrested. Oh, I was shocked. As for the father, Darren Routier, at this point, we do not believe that he was involved in or participated in the murders. And I argued with them about it and told them that they were wrong. And they said, well, we're not. And I remember watching them smoke their cigars and high-five each other as they basically ruined my life. I couldn't believe what they were saying, what they were accusing me of. It was just, it was unreal. Is Darley a warm-hearted mother? Or a cold-blooded killer? I did not murder my children. Darley Lynn Routier faces a judge and jury. Did you have anything at all to do with this? Next.
say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stuart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stewart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. Stewart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. Available on Amazon.com today. Less than two weeks after the violent deaths of her two boys, Darley Routier stood accused of their murders, held under suicide watch in Dallas County's Central Jail. Did you do this? No, I didn't. Did you have anything at all to do with this? I did not murder my children. I had nothing to do with this, nothing. The state decided to try Darley for the murder of five-year-old Damon. Because of his age, that killing was a capital offense in Texas, punishable by death. To bolster its circumstantial case and provide a motive for the killings, the prosecution, led by Greg Davis and Toby Shook, focused on Darley's character. How would you describe Darley Rutier? Very materialistic, uh, very self-centered. The DAs depicted Darley Routier as a pampered wife, distraught because her husband's computer business wasn't making enough money to pay the bills. Financial records show that they were two months behind on their mortgage, they're behind on their credit card payments. Missed mortgage payments, missed credit card payments. We were late on one mortgage payment and they found it in the trash and it had already been paid. What was the state of your marriage at that point? Um, we had a good marriage. Just like anybody else's, you have your ups and downs. If this is such a wonderful marriage, why is she trying to take her own life a month before the murders? The prosecution seized upon a journal entry Darley had made while suffering from postpartum depression after the birth of her third son, Drake. It was written just one month before the killings and addressed to her three boys. She said, uh, forgive me from what I'm about to do. She was contemplating suicide. Were you aware that she was depressed? It was not as, as serious as they tried to make it out to be. She had somewhat of the baby blues. It may have been a contemplation, but there's a difference between a contemplation and an attempt. To the prosecution, the motive was clear. A depressed, self-involved Darley had killed her boys in an attempt to maintain an extravagant lifestyle. Darley's family pooled their resources and hired two high-powered defense attorneys. Morning, Mr. Mulder. Doug Mulder. I never have believed that she was capable of this. And Richard Mosty. They picked out who was guilty and then they made everything fit. How so many reports did we have? I thought we had an excellent chance at an acquittal. I expected that we would get an acquittal in the case. On January 6, 1997, a jury of seven women and five men heard opening arguments. 
although cameras were banned from the tiny second floor courtroom. She is innocent. I bet my life on her. Both sides played to the media outside. This woman killed those two precious children in her home that night. Author Barbara Davis watched every minute of testimony in the standing room only chambers. I never even took a bathroom break because if you got up, you lost your seat and you didn't get back in. The state began building its case by recounting its long list of circumstantial evidence, including testimony from a forensics expert who told the jury that fragments from that garage window screen which had been cut were found on a second knife in the Routier kitchen. What did that mean? Prosecutors believe that at some point, Darley cut the garage window screen with that second knife. Then they say, after stabbing her sons with the other knife, she ran down the alley to plant the bloody sock, raced back home, slit her own throat, finished staging the crime scene, and called 911. But even with all of that, perhaps the most devastating evidence against Darley was the infamous Silly String video. Prosecutor Greg Davis remembers the day of the showing. I could see a lot of people in that jury box having the same kind of reaction that I had had when I first saw it. They couldn't believe their eyes. They were disturbed by what they saw. But you know that people do grieve in their own ways. Is it possible that this is just the way she handled the stress of the moment? I have never, ever seen anyone grieve in that sort of manner. Does this man look like he's got a worry? The defense countered by attempting to discredit the DA's circumstantial case. They had very, very little hard evidence. The defense also argued that Darley could not have had the presence of mind to stage the crime scene. As for planting that bloody sock. If I had done this, why would I chance running down an alley to drop off a piece of evidence when anybody could see me running down there? Plus, Darley's attorneys claimed there were no witnesses, no confession, and no motive. There was absolutely no reason for her to kill those children. Just put her on the stand, gotta ask you that. Then, against the advice of her lawyers, Darley took the stand. I needed to, to stand up and be heard. But she withered under cross-examination by prosecutor Toby Shook. She claimed to have amnesia, yet the amnesia was very convenient. If she needed to explain a piece of uh, damning circumstantial evidence, she'd come up with a, a new story. Uh, she'd have a memory of it. The trial lasted nearly five weeks. The case went to the jury on Friday, January 31st. Darley's family waited and hoped. At noon, the following day came the announcement. Thanks. A verdict had been reached. I just had a feeling inside of my heart that something wasn't right. And then when they came out and said guilty. It was like being hit by a ton of bricks. Darlie Lynn Routier was sentenced to death for the capital murder of her five-year-old son, Damon. Author Barbara Davis began writing her book, certain that Darlie Routier had gotten what she deserved. 
she did it. Until a phone call changed everything. Do you have any comments? Is there anything you would like to say? We got it wrong. She didn't do it. That's next. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Don't waste time on apps that don't work. Babbel's conversation-based teaching prepares you for real-life situations. And studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash truecrime. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash truecrime, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash truecrime. Rules and restrictions may apply. The NCAA women's basketball had an incredibly successful season, and now your favorite players from the 2023 to 2024 NCAA season will be in the WNBA. To all our veteran fans, welcome back. And to all the new fans joining, welcome to the W. This season, watch as proven legends Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson, and Sabrina Ionescu continue their dominance, while rookies Caitlin Clark, Cameron Brink, and Angel Reese prove themselves on a WNBA court. The WNBA is redefining basketball on their own terms this season, keeping the game and players front and center while celebrating the intersection of identities and perspectives that align with fans. Welcome to the W. You're in for some world-class basketball. In February 1997, Darley Lynn Routier was sentenced to death for the murder of her five-year-old son, Damon. Prosecutors chose not to try her for the murder of six-year-old Devin. In her account of the crime and trial, Precious Angels, Barbara Davis left no doubt that she also believed Darley Routier was guilty as charged. She did it and she deserves to die for doing it. But then, just weeks after the book was published. I got a phone call from a source asking me to meet with him. I said, why? She did it. And the answer was, not after you see what I have to show you. Davis met with her source. And within about 10 minutes, I was in tears. I was literally sick at my stomach because I knew that it was wrong. We got it wrong. She didn't do it. What did you see that began to convince you that she didn't do it? The first thing that I saw were photographs that were not presented to the jury I saw a woman that fought for her life. These are bruises on the inside of her arm as if someone were sitting, holding her down. What was so special about her bruises that she couldn't have done it herself? Well, her hands were solid bruises, massive bruises on both of Darley's hands. She could have hit her hands to create bruises, no? She had bruises that she couldn't have put on herself in places she couldn't have reached. These are fingerprints, like someone has dug their nails into her while trying to hold her down as she was struggling. Those were shots we never saw. If these photographs were so convincing to you, mm -hmm. who wrote the book telling America she did it, 
Why didn't her defense attorney show those pictures to the jury? I think they were overwhelmed. There were over a thousand photographs. Both sides argued the bruises. Prosecutors and even Darley's defense attorneys disagree with Barbara Davis. Every picture that shows a defensive type wound to Darley was admitted into evidence. The fact is, they were shown, they were considered, and they were argued at the trial. And there's something else, a police surveillance tape secretly recorded at the boys' grave site. The tape showed that on the day of the infamous Silly String celebration, the Routiers first held a solemn memorial service for their boys. We have many things to pray to God about. Because of legal concerns about the hidden camera, the tape was never shown to jurors. Convinced Darley was wrongly accused, her family put out a desperate call for help. How eccentric and eccentric Texas millionaire are you? Well, I think other people have to answer that question. You know, if you're, if you're not rich, you're crazy. If you have money, you're eccentric, you know. <laughs> Enter Brian Pardo. And we're overlooking Lake Waco. A Waco, Texas millionaire who had spent his own money before to defend another death row inmate. They were thinking, uh, well, maybe this man can help us. Pardo hired Longview, Texas attorney Stephen Loesch to lead the effort. One of their theories came as a shock to the family when Darley's husband was fingered as a suspect. Darren Rattier is a suspect in this case. I am unable to rule him out. What motive would Darren have had? $300,000 of insurance money. On Darley? Yeah. They want to try to make something very small, very large, and try to make me look as bad as possible. But of course, you have to remember, they're trying to trade me for her. In the wake of these allegations, Darren Rutier severed all ties with the Pardo camp. Was he ever considered a suspect? Oh, sure. But you ruled him out? We think Darley was the one who, who murdered the boys. This is sort of the headquarters for the appeal right here. This is the Darley War Room. Dallas attorney Stephen Cooper also represents Darley Routier. In July of 2001, Cooper filed an appeal in part claiming that Darley deserved a new trial because her original defense attorney, Doug Mulder, had previously represented Darren Routier and that constituted a conflict of interest. There's no question that she got a raw deal, that she got an unfair trial, and there's no question in my mind that she's innocent. The Texas Court of Criminal Appeals rejected that appeal. It just hurts us a little deeper and robs us of some more time with Darley and Darley of more time with her family, but it's not the end. And earlier that same month, Darley's other attorney, Stephen Loesch, passed away. But the legal efforts continue to get Darley Routier another trial. Yet another appeal has been filed by yet another new attorney, claiming there is evidence important to the case which was not addressed at her 1997 trial, including a mysterious bloody fingerprint found at the crime scene. It's an intruder's. The Routiers had Devon and Damon's bodies exhumed in May of 2000 to take their fingerprints. Attorney Stephen Cooper claims that forensic testing indicates the partial print is from an adult and not one of Darley's children. If it is not Darren's and it's not Darley's and it's not any of the police or paramedics and it is an adult, it supports obviously the defense that an intruder was in the home. But perhaps this document is the most surprising turn in the case. It's an affidavit signed last summer by Darren Routier, admitting that three months before the murders, he was looking for someone to burglarize his home for an insurance scam. 
Darren was confronted, denied the burglary. The circle kind of got narrow and narrow, and he ultimately admitted it. In the same affidavit, Darren says the night of the murders, Darley asked for a separation. And Cooper says there's something more he'd like a new jury to hear. We do have a new witness that was unknown at the time of the original trial. A witness, he says, who fears for her life and has declined our request for an interview. This new witness claims that on the night of the murders, she saw two men walking by the side of the road around the time the boys were killed, one of whom loosely matched the description of the intruder Darley had just given police 10 blocks away. Less than an hour later, she says she saw a small black sedan leaving the area. Interesting, a small black car was a suspicious vehicle seen in Darley's neighborhood uh, in, prior to the crime. Whether any of these new leads eventually reveals a new suspect, one thing remains constant. Darley Routier insists she is not the killer. You're looking at me straight in the eye. You're telling me you didn't do this. I didn't. If you're lying to me, then you are really a good and convincing liar. But I'm not lying to you. More than seven years after the murders, Darley's family and supporters carry on a public crusade to clear her name. I'm going to do everything in my power for the rest of my life, if that's what it takes, to prove my daughter innocent. They've never come up here with anything new for us. They'll take the evidence that was presented, they'll tell the public that it was never presented, they'll reinvent the case. If a new trial is granted on appeal, are you prepared to go to court? I'll tell you what. And we'll, try this case again? We'll, we'll try this case anytime we have to. Still holds up? Absolutely, nothing's changed. I have been robbed of so much. For the rest of my life, I have to wonder Wave, Devin. what they would have looked like, how big they would have been, how their voice would have been changing. I didn't do anything, and this has been taken from me, and it's wrong. Darley Routier says the only thing she did that terrible night was try to save her sons. What would Devin and Damon say? Was their killer a crazed man they didn't know? Or the mother they loved and trusted? continues to appeal her conviction. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. 
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.